we just started saying those words and it's one of those things like if you speak it you believe it and it has radically shifted what my whole family thinks about money so here's the big question have you ever been so financially frustrated from years of poor financial decisions only to wonder why didn't they teach me in school anything about how to manage money i've spent the last 20 years learning the secrets to how money really works and how to use it to get financially free on a goal to retire early i've realized how much of an impact we could have on the world by teaching financial literacy entrepreneurship and a successful mindset join me as i interview some of the world's most successful business owners coaches and parents to get them to share their secrets on how you can not only learn, but teach these lessons to your kids to become financially free and impact your children's financial trajectory so they can avoid the frustration and go on to do great things. I'm Cody Laughlin, and this is the Money Talkers Podcast. Welcome, Money Talkers. Ah, we are here with a very special guest today. I have NJ Ronger, and she runs an awesome Facebook group uh, for Working Christian Mom. She also has a podcast for Working Christian Mom. And uh, she is a full-time working mom who wants you to know that little acts done consistently over time add up to something amazing. Um, she in- equips and inspires faith-based working moms to press on because their work matters. NJ loves the beach. She loves cinnamon tea. And she loves living in beautiful New England with her husband and her two children. Uh, You can find her on workingchristianmom.com. And I want to just extend a big old welcome to her. uh, Thanks for coming on the show, NJ. Thanks for having me. I'm super pumped to be here. This will be fun. So this uh, part of the podcast is called the High Impact Session. And so we're going to try and go over something that she wants to bring to you. And then uh, have an actionable takeaway for this for you to connect with your children to help them further their financial freedom. And one of the things we talked about is having a successful mindset is one of the biggest changes that we can have with our kids and with ourselves. What is it you wanted to bring today, NJ? So what I wanted to bring today is my family has a family motto. And this has been like the secret sauce uh, to uh, cultivating contentment in our children, uh, cultivating uh, a healthy mindset as a grown-up who desires things like a new couch or, <laughs> or like the bougie cheese at the supermarket. Um, and it has also given us uh, a little bit of freedom, I think, to, to make some financial decisions that were not based in fear, um, if that makes sense. No, I, uh, I, I do know what you mean. When you're not in desperation mode making decisions, you generally make a lot better decisions. And I love that you said cultivating contentment, right? Because if you haven't walked into the store with a little kid, you really haven't learned the word contentment because it's the opposite of that usually. <laughs> yeah, it's usually the opposite of that. So our, our family motto, and you could ask any one of my kids, my kids are six and 10, but we started this a few years ago. So probably when the six-year-old was about 
two, we started this family motto. Um, and it came, it came because we were, we were moving into a new rental. So we rent, we don't own, and we actually really like renting because if something breaks, we don't have to fix it. They have to fix it. Um, but we were coming into a new rental and we were jumping up in, uh, payment, uh, from where, from where we're previously renting to where we're renting now, we were jumping up in price. And there was a little bit for my husband and I, there was a little bit of not fear, but like, can we really afford this? Or what, what can we really like, can we really afford this? I think is really the question. And my husband has much more fear and anxiety around money than I do. I am much more, I guess, peaceable when it comes to money. Um, because I am, I'm not the provider of the family, you know, like I just, I have a different role, right? My role is to keep the children alive and everybody fed. And his role is to like be the provider. That's, that's the way that we set up our home. Um, if your home is set up differently, like there's nothing wrong with that. Let me just say that right off the gate because I don't want the hate mail. Um, but I just started saying, you know what? It's going to be okay. We live a life of abundance. The wrongers live a life of abundance. Jumping up in uh, a new level is going to be just fine because we live a life of abundance. We don't have to, we don't have to worry about it. We'll figure it out. We just started saying those words. And it's one of those things, like if you speak it, you believe it. And it has radically shifted what my whole family thinks about money uh, since we started that. That's awesome. So when you say a life of abundance, um, can you dive into that a little bit more into what that means to you? Like what that means to you and your family and like how you have expressed that to your children? Sure. So basically what it means, it's not like some sort of like woo woo, raise your vibrations, uh, manifestation, attraction thing uh, at all. Like if that's your lane, more power to you. But what I mean is that like, we live a life of abundance because we have everything that we need and more. Like we have more than what we need. We live an abundant life. There's more than we can handle. Um, and it's our job to use and enjoy the things that we have, but there's more than what we need. So we should share it with others basically. That's awesome. They, um, so I, I have a question to look, how have you, how have you tried to implement this with your children? So, cause we've got parents listening to have a high impact takeaway. Like what, where would you get started? Uh, you know, I think the easiest way to get started is to just start noticing, like noticing all of the areas of your life where you actually do have an abundance. So like for your socks, right? Like how many pairs of socks can you wear at one time? <laughs> one pair. So if you have three or more pairs of socks, you have an abundance. You have more than what you need. There are more than what you can use. Um, so we just started really, really, really noticing like areas of our life when we act, where we actually had more than what we could use. And we just started talking about that with our kids, not like in a, in a shame filled way or in a way where it's like, well, you already have 18 transformers. You don't need 19, but in a way where if they were playing with their transformers, 
I might say, wow, look at all these transformers you have. We, the wrongers, we live a life of abundance. I'm so glad that you have so many choices here. Um, and so I would just start like bringing it up, bringing it up into natural conversations. And then like, if we were at Target and my daughter wanted a new transformer, cause she's super into them, which is kind of like funny to me. Um, and wanted to buy a new one, I could say, oh, but you know what, babe? Like, the wrongers live a life of abundance. Remember all those transformers you already have at home? And she'd be like, oh, yeah, you're right. I want to put this one on my Christmas list. And that would be the end of the conversation. Like, so she could understand, like, oh, yeah, I actually have more than what I can handle. I want this other one, but I have enough already. You know, I think that's awesome because, you know, when we originally, when I did you as the, on the interview, I mean, into the introduction, I said, you know, a lot of little things add up, right? And so in my house, we say we're happy for what we have. We're not upset about what we don't have. And I love the way you framed it in there because it's a positive. You're not, you're not reinforcing a negative of you can't have that. It's I have a lot. And, and it's just a different mindset. And I wanted, I'm glad you explained it the way you did because it's not difficult, but it is that you need to be present that you decided to do these things with your kids, right? It's not a mind, you don't have to go to a retreat for three days and figure out all these massive things you need to do to help your kids look at things better. It's a small thing as just in the way that you approach when you talk to them about and reminding them hey you know we have an abundance so i think it's amazing that you can do that as a parent and and bring that task and uh bring that that challenge into other parents to say hey look just be mindful of the way that you're talking about these things and the way that you see it and appreciation and uh and it, it literally will flow through to your kids yeah it really it really does and the more you talk about it and the more you talk about the things that you are grateful for the the easier it just becomes like having a language of gratitude in our home is just so natural now it just like rolls off our tongue like oh i'm so grateful for this uh like what did my daughter say i'm so grateful for this yummy taco meat you, you made today mom it's really good and i'm so glad that you gave me this other cheese instead of the kind that i don't really like um like she actually said that um, because she hears my husband and I model gratitude out loud, yeah. which in the very, very beginning, like it was like handling snakes. Like it just was so like awkward and weird and we <laughs> felt weird doing it. But the more that we started just like saying like, oh man, the sun is amazing today. I'm so thankful that it's bringing us warmth on this cold New England day. Like the more we just started talking about it, the easier that it got. And the more gratitude that we put out there the more like actual joy we have and appreciation for the things around us that we do have that's fantastic and i don't know about you but sometimes i uh, i hear my kids repeat the things that i say oh yeah and I, and I just get so like swelled up proud you know and it's like you know uh I'll, I'll hear them you know repeat something that i have out of a mindset thing that i've been trying to talk with them about and then all of a sudden I hear them with their friends like down the hallway and they'll say something about it. And I'm like, oh man, it's just, you know, it feels good, you know, and you realize you're having that impact. Like it's, it's, it's a lot of little things. It's, it's a lot of little things for sure. And I think the other thing too, is it's, 
it's giving them uh, the freedom to express the mastery of the concept, um, even in situations where it might feel icky for you. That's my other tip. So like, um, what I mean is the most recent example that I can think of is we went to brunch, which is something we don't do very often as a family because it is a significant investment at $25 a person. So it's a special occasion. It's Especially not something the little do. ones. Cause yeah, it's, it's just a, like yeah. pulling teeth. They're like, yeah, I had a half a piece of bacon and I'm done. Like I want to, I want a yogurt at home. You're like, um, yeah. So it's a significant <laughs> investment, right? Like it's something that is like, we, what is repeated is remembered and we want our kids to remember going to brunch. We just don't go all the time. Um, and so we had, uh, we had my mother-in-law with us. And we went, she was taking my daughter um, in to like get the stuff, like the carved ham. And like my kids actually really appreciate a good brunch. And they got to the dessert table and my mother-in-law was like, okay, Lola, just, you know, here's the desserts, make one choice. And Lola was like, I live a life of abundance. I can choose what I want. And I'm choosing these three things. <laughs> You're like, oh, oh, whoa, wait, reel it in, reel it in. <laughs> um, and so we had this, so we did, so we had this discussion about like, yeah, y y all of the food here is available for you to choose, but it's your responsibility to use what you choose. Um, and so maybe choosing three things isn't the best. So let's pick two. You know, it's so funny because like you, but it brings, but because you made that just conscious decision to, try to instill that to them. It brought an opportunity to talk about appreciation and self-control. Mm -hmm. And that's where like, if you hadn't done that, then she just walks up and she might be screaming and crying and saying, I want three, you're going to give me three. But because you started to consciously instill those things, um, you know, you had the opportunity to have a conversation with them. You know, and a lot of times like I, I will work back to the things that I've taught them and said, hey, you know, like in that same scenario, I said, hey, you know, we're, we're happy that we got one, right? Like we're not happy that we don't have three. And they'll go, you know, and sometimes they kind of, I know. And they, you know, and they, and they're like, they kind of, you know, do their little kid thing. But it, and also some, another part of it is like, I hear them do it to each other, you know, where like, like one of them will be upset and the other one will recognize that this is a time to repeat some of the mottos of the, or the teachings that they've gotten. And as little as they are, like it, it, they obviously will take that from the other one even better than they do from our, as us as parents. A lot of times, you know, it it makes me happy to see that the the concept is sticking in, not just the repeatability of the words that we mm -hmm. said to them, because they think they're supposed to say it. Yeah, and that's honestly at the end of the day, that's what we want for them is we want mastery of the concept, right? Um, we don't want parrots. Um, we want like, so we have a family mission statement, um, that is like the, uh, it's like the lens that we filter everything that we do and every decision that we make for our kids. And that is like that we want we want to raise kids who are empathetic and self-sufficient and who love their, love their neighbors as themselves. Um, and so for us, like we want to raise kids who feel confident that they've made good decisions um, so, instead of just like parroting back whatever rule we've given them. 
I, I think that as we've gone through this, we've just come across what that high impact action that parents could take right now with their kids. And so I, what I hear is one, you should come up with family mottos of what you want to do, but to get to the family motto, you need to have what your family wants to be about. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that mission statement, so it's almost like a business where you say, look, if you stop and take a few minutes right now and say, what do I want our family to be about? Right. And then come up with some things that, okay, what are some mottos or some, some mindsets that we could use in relation to pushing for what our family wants? And so, you know, I wasn't sure where that was going to come from, but that, that is a really powerful, you know, stop. Let's think about where we want our family direction to go mm -hmm. instead of just trying to get through the day. And then working back from that and you won't be perfect. Don't it, it, never going to happen. But I think to me, like hearing you say that I've never really thought about doing that with the family consciously businesses all the time, you know, and mm -hmm. entrepreneurs, that's what you do, but to take that concept and say, okay, we have a mission statement. What do we want our family to be about? That brings clarity for you to make decisions for your parenting and your, uh, that, that, that's a really powerful thought. Yeah. And so the, the way that we came up with this was um, we knew that we needed to have uh, an anchor for our family, like an anchor for our parenting, where if you think about an anchor, like you throw it and it digs down and there's a rope that's tethered to the boat and the boat might go in 90 miles around the anchor, but it's still tethered to something. And so for us, we knew what kind of adult kids we wanted. And so we started with that and we reverse engineered those character qualities to come up with our mission statement. That, I, I'm, I'm going I'm to end our conversation there because I know we could go for a lot longer on this. But that, that is really powerful to stop and think about that. Like, what do you want your family's mission statement to be? So that is extremely high impact. And, 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 and I think it's something that I'm going to go spend some time with doing and, uh, and not just kind of meander through, you know, uh, that's, that's a really powerful thing. I want to, I want to thank you for sharing that. Um, that's strong. So, uh, listen, NJ, I really appreciate your time. I want to say thank you so much for being on the podcast. Guys, go check her out. Go to Working Christian Mom. Uh, listen to the podcast, Working Christian Mom. Um, and then, uh, and, I, and I believe the Facebook group as well, right? Yep. It, Working Christian active. Mom yep. Facebook group, uh, workingchristianmom.com, Working Christian Mom podcast. Uh, if you want to like follow the kind of behind the scenes of my life, uh, I do a terrible job at Instagram. <laughs> uh, mostly because I'd rather be in the moment than capture the moment, but you can sometimes get glimpses there. And that is N J dot Rongner. And that is R O N G N E R. Awesome. Listen, thanks again. I'm super excited. I got a, uh, I got something to go do. <laughs> uh, thanks for having me. All right. Get out there money talkers. Thank you for listening to another episode of money talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin. Please come join the Money Talkers community 
Simply open up Facebook and search for Money Talkers for parents who want successful children. Or, if you're on Instagram, come follow us for weekly updates and quick, successful mindset posts to impact your day. Our handle is at the Money Talkers. And remember, if you know somebody else out there that could benefit from this podcast, please, please make sure you share it. So we can have the biggest impact and change our young people's financial future. Let them know that you're a Money Talkers.